Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you happen to be listening to this, the latest episode of The Curated Culture, I am your gracious, humble host, Rob, a.k.a. Robbie Diesel, and I want to thank you guys for pressing play or downloading this episode of The Curated Culture. Uh, yeah, so day late, dollar short. I am recording this on Thursday. I had all intents to get this thing out on Wednesday, but it's only a day. Calm down. I'm getting, I'm getting better at this. I'm working on it. I'm not disappearing for weeks and weeks on end. It's a day late. Relax. Consistency is key. I'm working on it. Bear with me while I get this together. Uh, thank you guys, regardless, for uh, for for downloading this episode here. Um, I'm very excited for a few things that are coming up here. The holidays are in full swing. Thanksgiving is in the books. I didn't really do a whole lot for Thanksgiving. Just kind of kicked it with the kids and the fam and sat around. Didn't really eat as much as uh, as I usually do. I don't know if that's a sign of old age or or what um but that was that was a bonus because i didn't wake up on friday feeling absolutely demolished before i headed into work so that was a massive bonus we are steamrolling towards the christmas uh holiday which will be here in about three and a half weeks i'm very thankful and proud of myself because i started christmas shopping super duper early and uh got most of the kids gifts taken care of um a few little knickknacks here and there but we'll get that stuff i got the misses taken care of for the most part uh, i got a snack something for my mom i even bought something for my sister-in-law this year i uh i had the realization that um every year for christmas for like the last i don't know forever since uh my wife and i have been together my sister-in-law has gotten me a gift, you know, nothing huge or extravagant, which is perfectly fine because I always say, hey, don't get me anything, right? Like, I'm cool having absolutely nothing. I'm fine with that. Um, but they always seem to get me something. So this year, I uh, I snagged a gift for, for sister-in-law for the first time because I'm apparently a jerk and <laughs> always benefited from the the uh, receiving end of gifts, but never reciprocated. So um, that's that's all taken care of. Uh, Christmas again is, is in full swing, but we got a little ways to go to get there. Very, very excited that next week, Friday, December 10th through Sunday, the 12th, I will be in Chicago at C2E2, which is uh, one of my favorite comic cons to go to. Always a perfect size. You know, there's there's a ton of guests and attendees, but there's also an equal amount of things to see, events to experience, panels to go to, that whole shot. So I'm, I'm really, really excited for that. I'm excited to get out of the house and adventure around in a big city for a weekend. I feel a little I feel a little apprehensive though, you know, because COVID is still a thing and you know, we have a, a new variant on the way which I'll I'll speak briefly about that in just a moment, but um yeah, a little little bit of apprehension there just because, you know, there's there's known knowns and known unknowns. For those of you who watch the Boondocks, you'll get that reference. Uh <laughs> but 
yeah, man, it's there's there's a lot of of moving pieces, I guess, and and the one thing that I keep holding on to that is making me somewhat comfortable about going to this Comic Con is the fact that Read Pop, who is the company that puts this Comic Con on, has went out and stated that you will not be admitted into this Comic Con if you cannot show proof of a recent negative COVID test or proof of vaccination, which definitely helps. I know things happen. People are going to leave. They're going to go to restaurants, the whole shot stuff happens, right? So it's not a 100% guarantee that this event will be COVID free, but it is at least a step in the right direction that, you know, they are taking safety uh, a little more seriously and uh, ensuring that everybody can still have a good time while relaxing the guard just a bit, I guess we should say. So very excited for that. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to Christmas. Looking forward to the new year, man. 2021 is almost a wrap. Or I guess we should say it's almost a wrap on 2021. It has been a very strange year for your boy, but also a year of growth. I, I remember telling my friend um b-bell who went through a lot of change this year himself but i remember saying to him at the beginning of the year like i really feel like this is this is going to be a very transition heavy year for me i think there's going to be a lot of change in my life this year and there was there was an astronomical amount of change and i'm thankful for most of it because it's it's for the most part it's all been pretty good stuff uh, very thankful, very happy um, in a completely different space than what I was at to start the year. So um, bonus there, focusing on, you know, working and, and making the site as as best as it can be. Um, I alluded in the last episode that I'm looking to go back to school, try and get some sort of formal degree or education in that sense, because I feel like that's a big missing piece in my life. That is, uh, you know, 2022 and beyond and just really sinking in and, and connecting and learning the craft of being a, a journalist, of being a writer and being an influencer, even though I hate that term, I despise that term. That is essentially what I do. I, I you know, review products, I talk about it and I do influence people's decisions on things. So. Um, just being an overall great content creator is is the focus for next year and beyond. And like I said, obtaining um, a, a degree from some school somewhere. On a more heavy note, man, I, I would be remiss if I didn't take a few seconds to acknowledge this, considering that it happened in the home state, uh, not too far away from from the house itself. Uh, there was another uh, mass shooting at a school recently in Oxford, Michigan, um, a high school. A 15-year-old uh, kid took a, a, a handgun to school and uh, he shot a, a bunch of people. I believe there was eight people that were shot total and four of them so far has passed away. Uh, all four of the deceased were students at the school. I won't be mentioning names specifically just out of respect for the families, but I do want to take a moment out 
to extend condolences to those families who uh, lost their kids, man, right before the holiday season. I could not imagine how how tough that is or how tough that would be. I, I can't imagine being a teenager in school with all the things that you have to worry about. Um, adding that to the fact that you have to worry about, you know, someone, one of your peers, somebody that you probably sit right next to in in school, in class, every single day. Um, you, you have to worry about, you know, whether or not the next day or that day is going to be the day that they snap and the day be the day that, you know, they, they, they do something harmful to yourself or to your other classmates or to one of the teachers. It's it's really heavy. I was having a conversation with my wife last night about, you know, the differences in growing up when we were in school and right now. And, you know, school shootings, unfortunately, were a thing even when we were in school. It, it just it wasn't as prevalent. It didn't happen as much. And I can remember being an angsty teenager, frustrated at the world and and really trying to figure out who I was, who I am at that point in time. And I didn't have the the pressures that these teenagers nowadays have. And I I just, it it feels, even as an adult reflecting, trying to put myself in their shoes, it feels really heavy. So I can only imagine those that are actually living it and going through it right now, how heavy it must be for them. Because, yeah, I can sit back a a 36-year-old man and say, you know, this... This was never really a big issue when I was in school, partially because it wasn't for the most part. But we also didn't have the pressures of of social media and and keeping up with some sort of persona like these kids feel like they have to do nowadays. I didn't have to deal as much with the bullying, constant bullying. And yes, bullying has always been a thing, right? No matter where you grew up, no matter what school you went to, there was always a bully. But, you know, growing up in in, in the time that I did, the 90s and the early 2000s especially, you could, you, you get out of school and you don't have to see that bully anymore unless, you know, they live next door to you or in your neighborhood. Then, yeah, maybe you, you might have to deal with it. But for the most part, you could go home, you could relax, you could chill, and it's all good. Now, it's, it's not so much because our kids are plugged in all the time. So they're exposed to, you know, bullying and harassment from kids in school. And then they're exposed to it from kids online while they're playing video games. Or even adults who <laughs> who take it, you know, too far. They're exposed to bullying 24-7. And then on top of that, you got the aforementioned demon of social media. They're exposed to it on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok. And it's like, my God, the world can be such a toxic place. And I, I can't say that I understand why someone would want to take a life let alone several at a school that they go to every day for you know eight nine months out of the year 
but I can definitely see where it starts. There is an unbelievable amount of pressure on kids these days to live home life, to do well in school, to maintain constant communication with their friends, especially now in this age of of isolation and COVID and and not being able to do the things that you normally would be able to do as an able-bodied, healthy teenager. It's it's a really weird world that we're growing up in, and um, I just I, I feel a, a little heavy. I feel sad for these kids. You know, growing up in a world where you have to deal with all those pressures, and and schools now have implemented you know active shooter drills, and 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 they have to train for the eventual day that this stuff happens, which just absolutely breaks my heart. So. Condolences going out to uh, the, the families and and the friends of, of those who lost their lives during that uh, that school shooting in Oxford. Another thing that I want to say is if if you are feeling any kind of way, if you are feeling bullied, if you are feeling depressed, if you are feeling anxious, if you have anything going on that makes you feel a certain way, that makes you feel like you need to take out your anger on anybody, I urge you, please, stop, think about it, and seek some help. Reach out. There are so many mental health and counseling services available via phone or or chat. Or there's apps now where you can download to reach out to somebody to talk to them. And I just I want to encourage everybody, you know, young and old, if you're feeling that kind of way, help is is out there. You you just have to you have to reach out to it. Try to stay close with your inner circle, you know, lean on those who you feel comfortable leaning on. Help is out there for you. Last little tidbit in the news section before I um, get into my aforementioned holiday gift guide. Uh, the COVID virus has decimated the entire world. I started to say the U.S., but let's be real, man. It, it has devastated and decimated every single country uh, at some point and in some time, and it continues to do so. And now we have a new variant on the way, which is named after, um, actually, I'm not sure what it's named after. It sounds like a transformer, though. The Omicron variant is a mutation of the Delta virus itself. There's over 50 different mutations in the Omicron variant, which makes it um, definitely as transmissible and and scientists and uh, disease experts are trying to figure out if it is more transmissible than the Delta variant. And uh, hopefully it is not as deadly because, man, Delta swept through and in our cases jumped and hospitalizations jumped and deaths started to rise again and delta has been a thing for a while now and we're we're really just starting to kind of see it peak and now we have to worry about a new variant which um 
you know, I don't, I don't really know how to feel about it. I am sincerely hoping because that's, that's all we really have now, right? Is, is hope. I am sincerely hoping that, um, this variant in and of itself, maybe it is more transmissible, but hopefully I am hoping that it is not as deadly. I hope that it is not as vicious as, as Delta has been just, just again, spreading all sorts of destruction and, and spreading rapidly in mostly dense and unvaccinated populations. I'm not going to take the, I don't want to call it the low road, but the, the standard talking point and start talking about blue states or red states or blue counties or red counties because truthfully speaking everywhere is being rocked by COVID right now it doesn't matter who's the governor or who's the mayor of wherever like everywhere is 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 getting destroyed my home state of Michigan is is once again one of the hot spots and it, it doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime soon so Hopefully this Omicron variant is, again, something that is is contagious but not as dangerous. Um, I do sit on the side of believing that if you are eligible to get a vaccine, please get it. Get your booster. If you're eligible to get the booster, do your part, man. Help us, help us slow this down because if things continue along the way that they are, looking to be headed we could eventually end up back in a lockdown state which is no good for anybody we we've seen how lockdowns kind of decimate the economy in the past once omicron was discovered here in the states uh in california actually was was the first official documented case of omicron in the states stocks the stock market immediately crashed. Like, I don't want to relive 2020 all over again. So please, 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 I urge you, I encourage you, go get your vaccine, um, get your booster when and if you can, and uh, spread the word, man. Like, there's, there's way too much real, accurate information out here to be going off of anecdotal stuff. The vaccine is not a magnet. You can't devaccinate yourself. It doesn't just sit in one spot in your arm. Like, it's time out for all the misinformation, man. G- get in there. Do your part. Take care of yourselves. And, and, and uh, let's, let's help slow this thing down. Christmas shopping can be a point of frustration for a lot of us, right? I know that I am consistently called one of the hardest people to shop for because I have a such diverse tastes and they're always changing but b I am one because I grew up little fun little fun fact little backstory I grew up in a single parent home with not very much money not very much capital available if you will and there was always things that I wanted the latest pair of Jordans sneakers tennis shoes uh, Nikes, Adidas, you know, the Reeboks, the Iversons, the, the question mids, my God, I wanted a pair of those so bad and we could never afford them. And now as a working adult, um, I like to treat myself. I, I like to go out and purchase things. And I know a lot of you guys live with people who do 
more of the same people who are ridiculously hard to shop for because they have everything. And I'm not going to say that this list is going to solve that problem for you, but maybe it'll make it a little bit easier. You know, um, people, people are, are fickle. (laughs) Let's just say that people are fickle tastes change. But I promise you, in everything that I'm going to be listing all the way up through the weekend of Christmas, you will be able to find somebody somewhere on your Christmas list that will fall in line with one of these gadgets that I'm going to discuss. So today, we're going to focus on two different things. We're going to focus on Bluetooth earbuds, because those are always a hot ticket item. And I'm going to give you a variety, not specifically just one or the other Every earbud that I suggest here works uh, cross-platform, so no matter if you have iPhone or Android, these earbuds will work either way. Uh, So we're going to talk about that, and then I'm also going to talk about streaming devices, because let's face it, cable is dying a very long, slow death. And even though there's still some people who refuse to cut the cord completely, Chances are they are still paying for some sort of subscription service, right? Whether it is uh, Netflix for TV shows or whether it is uh, Crunchyroll or Funimation if you like anime or, you know, maybe it's is Hulu uh, for exclusive shows there. Maybe it's Peacock because you like to watch the WWE Network. Streaming devices are exploding in popularity every single year. The more and more people move away from traditional cable products, streaming devices are all the rage. So we're going to talk about those as well. For starters, let's jump into the um, wireless earbuds category. Uh, I have six here on my list that I'm recommending. All of them are really, really good earbuds. And I'm going to start with the Galaxy Buds. Galaxy Buds are made by Samsung, of course, uh, will work the best with a Samsung Galaxy device, but they also work cross-platform. So if you have an iPhone, again, you'd still be able to use them. I am a a big uh, advocate of the comfort of the uh, Galaxy Buds. I like how they fit and feel in the ear. They work really, really well. And uh, they have pretty decent noise cancellation, too. So the Galaxy Buds, uh, there's different generations. You have all the way from the second gen all the way up to the Galaxy Buds Pro Plus, I believe, is what they're at now. Uh, price range anywhere from 50 bucks to 150 bucks. So I think a, a moderately affordable gift to get. And uh, it doesn't even necessarily have to be like a full main event gift. You can We can pick these up as stocking stuffers if you wanted to. Second set of head uh, headphones, earbuds that I'm going to recommend here are the Pixel Buds. Now, the Pixel Buds I put on this list primarily because of the price point that they're at. They're 99 bucks, and they are good earbuds, but they border on great if you have a Pixel device. If you have a Pixel device... These are the buds that you want to have. They're not the greatest with noise cancellation. They're not even the best in terms of sound quality. But what they do have is a inept compatibility with Pixel devices. So it, it is ridiculously easy to pair them. 
Um, the features are, are one of the biggest things that I like about Pixel Buds. You get, of course, the in-ear translation if you use Google Translate for conversation. Um, they drop new features into the Pixel Buds via the um, feature drop which is also uh, a common thing with the Pixel devices themselves. So the earbuds receive over-the-air updates. You don't have to do much to make sure that they're up-to-date. Um, pretty comfortable. I would say they sit in the mid-range in terms of comfortability. Uh, but these bad devils are 100 bucks. Not, not too crazy priced or anything like that either. And, and um, I, I'm a fan. I like them. AirPods are also going to be uh, the gift uh, to try to find now every single year these things sell out like hotcakes and of course because they are one of the most versatile the most versatile pair of bluetooth earbuds that you would be able to buy um, they again work cross-platform as well but you'll get the absolute most use out of them if you are using an apple ios device there are multiple generations of them. Uh, I believe there's four generations now, including the new AirPod Pros. Um, those are probably going to be the ones that I recommend the absolute most, just because they give you the absolute best in terms of features and, and capability. Noise cancellation is fantastic. Uh, a little bit of water resistance in there. Really good headphones, really good comfortable uh, earbuds. And uh, price range, you can find still even refurbished first-gen AirPods all the way up to the AirPod Pros for anywhere between $69 to $250. Really, really good headphones. I got to stop calling them headphones. Like, that's just that's showing my age there. Uh, <laughs> earbuds is, is the way to go. Um, now, the next three pairs are kind of your more luxury slash premium earbuds. But if you have somebody who is a tech snob, who is a sound quality snob, an audiophile, if you will, these are going to be the ones that you want to look at uh, for them. And, and we'll start off with the Beats Fit Pro. Um, not the highest in Beats earbuds that you can get. But I like them because they come in a range of funky different colors. They are lightweight and they are based off of the same audio profile as the AirPods, which means if you have the latest version of iOS, you might be able to benefit from that spatial audio and be able to um, listen to your um, Apple TV audio right through those beats like you would be able to with the AirPods. Uh, the Beats Fits Pro are 200 bucks which is a pretty solid value because most of the time the Beats earbuds are usually 250 to $300. So I think a solid value on them. And uh, one of the hottest earbuds that you can get this year. The next pair is the Bose Quiet Comfort. These are $200 earbuds, but Bose, if you know anything about them, they excel in both audio quality and noise cancellation. I am a big fan of Bose products because they give you some of the best noise cancellation around. It's a little weird with earbuds because I tend to like the over-the-ear headphones myself, but with the quiet comfort um, earbuds through Bose, uh, they seem to sit in my little tiny baby ears better than most other earbuds do. And then again, like I said, the audio quality is, is A1. I don't mind watching a movie or listening to a podcast with those quiet comforts in my ear. Um, they're 200 bucks, just like the Beats Fits Pro, but you will not regret getting them. 
Um, battery life is stellar on these, and uh, just overall, probably one of the top earbuds that you can get. I would definitely put them in the uh, in the top. I would say top three for sure. Uh, lastly, we have the earbuds with the longest name, but also probably the best that are out there. So I just mentioned Bose Quiet Comfort would be in the top three for sure in no no particular ranking um but it ain't number one <laughs> number one i would probably award to these earbuds the sony wf 1000 xm4s yes that is a mouthful but so are these earbuds they are comfortable they are loud they are quiet when you need that noise cancellation Everything just works. The battery life, again, is above average. You can get a full day's use out of them. I'm not one to tell you, hey, you can listen to these for four hours or five hours or six hours. Because realistically, we are not listening to things that frequently, right? Unless you're on a super long flight. So I would say uh, you can get a full day out of these bad devils easily. Um, compatible across both Android or iOS devices really really good comfortable earbuds they have a premium price these boys are right up there with the uh, highest end airpod pros you're going to hit you at about 250 bucks but um, comparatively speaking unless you need the added features that the airpod pros present i would definitely recommend these sony earbuds hands down moving on to streaming devices again uh we'll try and keep this one short and sweet for you because the premise is very very simple i think nobody is new to the world of streaming anymore uh it's built into our smart tvs now we can do it through our phones uh, these are essentially devices for those people who maybe haven't dipped their toes into the streaming waters just yet or are curious about them or are in need of an upgrade because let's face it sometimes you run into people who still have first generation fire sticks or, or first generation chromecast and there's a lot more functionality into uh, into these new devices here so i got four on the list for you the first one being the apple tv 4k streaming box this one in particular is going to hit you at about 180 dollars could find it for a few bucks less depending on the offer and where you purchase it this i recommend for those people who are 100 percent locked into the apple ecosystem as I mentioned earlier, if you have an Apple TV and if you have an Apple device with the latest version of iOS on there and you have the AirPod Pros, you can actually do a neat little trick uh, in terms of your audio. You can have the audio sent from the Apple TV into your AirPods. So if you want to watch a movie discreetly while you're, you know, your partner is sleeping or something like that, you don't want to hear loud explosions. Um, you can get the audio directed straight into the AirPods if you have an Apple TV um, set-top box. Um, price is a little high for my liking, but you know what? That tends to be the theme with Apple devices. Not a huge device either. It's uh, about the size of a like a small, I don't know, DVR, a small wireless DVR if you're still paying for cable, so... Won't take up very much space. Just plugs into the HDMI port on your TV and you're ready to rock. You sign in with your Apple account. Good to go. I think the Apple TV uh, gives you access to, of course, the App Store. Uh, so you can not only watch uh, movies and TV shows, but you can also download certain games. So there's a little bit more entertainment value to it as well. 
next up is the Apple. Next up is the Amazon Fire Stick 4K Max. This is a $35 streaming stick that you can purchase, plug right into your TV. It essentially presents the next generation of the Amazon Fire Stick. So again, if you have somebody that has a first generation and they have a newer TV, go ahead and upgrade them to the latest generation of the Fire Stick. It's speedier, it's snappier, the uh, user interface is gorgeous, and of course, it gives you the ability to watch and stream those TV shows, those movies, in full 4K uh, if you have one. And I, I like it just because the price point. The price point is, is absolutely amazing, 35 bucks, and you can get one of these guys. You get the, uh, the Fire Stick remote, which has Alexa built in, which can be then connected to other smart devices. If you have things like smart speakers or sound bars, you can send your, uh, send your commands using your voice. It, it is honestly the founded one of the founding fathers of streaming and if you're still using a first or second generation fire stick get it upgraded on the same vein the roku 4k streaming stick is also an incredible value at 35 bucks this one's for those who tend to like the the roku um ecosystem I actually just purchased a TV that has uh, Roku built into it, and I was unaware of how Roku works, but I do I do actually like the interface. I like the apps that are available. You can get apps from virtually everywhere now. Um, a, little, a little snappier than even uh, my, my Google TV that I have. Um, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it thoroughly. I don't use Roku full-time. The TV that I have that has Roku in it is in my office, but nonetheless, a really good, really affordable, really solid pick. If you're not one who likes the Fire Stick, and if you don't want to take that $180 dive to get a uh, an Apple TV, the Roku 4K streaming stick will do the job and do it well. Now, my number one recommendation on this list is something that I personally use, something that I personally love. I adore the convenience of it. It is, uh, it's been very good for me. And I'm, of course, talking about the Chromecast with Google TV built into it. The Google TV interface is, um, it's, it's, I want to say one of the best, man, just because it's organized it looks great. It looks smooth. You have, again, access to all your different streaming services. Uh, YouTube, of course, is going to be built into it, but also YouTube TV. If you're a subscriber, you can get access to Hulu and Peacock and um, also uh, apps through the Google Play Store. You can upload, you can download certain apps through the Google Play Store and access them right on the uh, Chromecast with Google TV. One of my favorite things, of course, is a simplified Google TV remote that has access to the Google Assistant, which is literally one of the most accurate um, virtual assistants that you can get. It works in conjunction with Google Home devices. So if you have one of the smart uh, speakers in your home, you can, again, send commands using that into the uh, Google TV. I do enjoy the fact that they just recently updated it so that not only can you do streaming with it, but you can also tap into the Stadia gaming platform if you have that. 
Um, that is an added bonus. So you get access to cloud gaming right through the uh, Chromecast with Google TV on there. And I also think it's a pretty incredible value, man. It's 50 bucks for something like that plugged right into the HD uh, port on your TV and you're golden. That is my number one recommendation for the streaming devices, the uh, Chromecast with Google TV. But any of these four devices that we just talked about would do the job and do it absolutely amazingly well. All right, guys, that is going to be this week's episode. Thank you so very much for tuning in and listening to me blab about tech and gifts. And, uh, you know, it started off a little emotionally heavy, but that's what we're here for, man. We, we touch on everything. If you're a fan of this show, if you like this content, if you like to hear me ramble, do me a favor, hop into whatever streaming service or podcast service that you use to listen to this and subscribe. That way you don't miss any episodes as we upload them on Wednesdays. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Uh, every week you'll get a new episode, uh, featuring myself, sometimes myself and a guest. And of course the ginger ninja red one, Maria will be on, uh, a couple episodes as well. Um, next week we'll pick up the vibe with the, uh, continuation of my holiday gift guide, gift giving suggestions. Um, we'll dive into some smart speakers maybe, or, uh, we'll get into some wearable tech as well. Um, Make sure that you're following us on social media, man, at The Curated Culture on Facebook and Instagram or at underscore Curated Culture on Twitter. Follow me as well via at Robbie Diesel on the tweets, on the Instagrams, on the Snapchats, and of course on TikTok. I upload little funny bite-sized videos here and there. I show off my impressive sneaker collection. The whole shot, man. Follow along. Hop on over to YouTube, youtube.com slash Robbie Diesel. Absorb some of our latest digital content there. Hit the website, thecuratedculture.com for the latest and greatest. We like to post, again, little micro articles that take the really big issues or really big happenings from around the world of pop culture and society and break them down into little micro doses so you don't have to spend 20 minutes trying to read through an entire dissertation about a subject we give you the news we break it down so it's easy to understand what it is why it's important why you should care so check it out thecuratedculture.com if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts or any podcast service that allows you to leave a review drop us a five-star rating man we love that that helps us out in the algorithms help us rank higher gets us in more ears and more homes which is what we need we need to rank higher we're trying to grow this brand truthfully i'm not going to lie to you and tell you that you leaving that review helps me do this for free because i've been doing this for free for years now so (laughs) it's not a hustle at all how you help me get into more homes and households leave a five-star rating and then share this podcast with your friends with your families let them know that you dig it Thank you guys so very much for listening. I am your gracious, humble host, Rob, a.k.a. Robbie Diesel. I will catch you all on the next episode. Until then, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Peace.